Hey, this is Lori from Hike, where we share stories that inspire us to explore, wander, and live. Today's guest is Victoria Butron. Listen to her story as she shares information about how she got into hiking, why she founded Latinas Who Hike, and how she is working to really build um, a community that's inclusive and allows hikers of all abilities to have a seat at the table. Uh, Thanks for coming on the show today. And thank you so much for inviting me. So tell me a little bit about you. How how did you get into hiking? Were you always a hiker? No, I wasn't actually. I wasn't always a hiker. Now that I look back on it, I wish that when I was smaller (laughs) that my parents Uh, would have introduced me to it, but they weren't hikers. It was not something that they did. But when a friend came to visit me uh, from Ecuador, um, I'm originally from Ecuador, and I've kind of lived my life in between Ecuador and the United States, a little bit of background information. Um, So a friend came to visit me about in 2014, I believe it was, or 2015. um, And one of their friends said, hey, do you want to come on a hike with me? And uh, it was for New Year's. So the person mentioned that a lot of hikers do this, like, very, they, they, no matter what, they hike on the first day of the year, kind of to start the year off. And I was like, yeah, sure. And it was a freezing day at the beginning. Um, when I got there, I was like, wow, people actually do this. But it was incredible, kind of like how fast my body warmed up and how I really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is something fun. And I think I'm going to keep on doing it. And then I just continued doing it by myself. And I started to do some research about different places where I could hike at in Connecticut, where I live, and also around the area in New York and New Jersey and other places. And then I just started going on hikes with uh, my then boyfriend, who is now my husband. And so kind of persuaded him to go on these hikes with me and then eventually we started hiking in the Catskills and other locations around the tri-state area and that's how it was I never thought that it would become anything much more than just me hiking Uh, but eventually it did and that's why Latinos Who Hike um, now exists but that's basically how I started. So let's talk about that. So you started with your boyfriend, now your husband, and, you know, it's great. You have that, like, built-in partner. You guys can go hiking together, and, it's you know, it's a nice date type of thing, too. Um, so what made you branch out and say, okay, I want to do something, you know, maybe bigger and, um, you know, try to think about from a, um, a Latina perspective and a, a Latino perspective, how do, you know, I wanted to start, you know, a group or, you know, to – to get more people hiking what what led to that um so once i started hiking to different locations uh obviously some you run into other hikers and all of that and it was just interesting to me that there weren't a lot of people that looked like me per se or a lot of latinas and it was also something like i said that i did with uh that i do with my husband Um, But I also wanted to find kind of other people to go hiking with and uh, other women and people that would like to go hiking when my husband, you know, can't go with me or someone to go show me trails that they know. And so it at the beginning, it didn't come up as a 
I'm going to make Latinas who hike and set up meetups, like monthly meetups. It was more, you know what? I don't see a lot of Latina women portrayed in different catalogs of the outdoors. So I was like, why don't I just create this Instagram profile called Latinas Who Hike and kind of get the word out there that people, that women or Latinx could tag themselves and write Latinas Who Hike and then I would feature them. So initially I was just like, I want to create this page, this Instagram page, and just feature all different types of uh, Latina women and show the world kind of that we're out there and that we hike and uh, that Latinx can look like they can be Afro-Latinas, there can be white Latinas, there can be Asian Latinas. And I kind of wanted to put that out there. So when I first created the Instagram page, I wasn't thinking about meetups. Um, it was actually a few months later. I created Latinas Who Hike in January. And then about four or five months later, a couple of friends said, you know what, you've been hiking for, you know, four years. And so do you want to uh, do a hiking meetup with us? And that way you're not going to be leading by yourself. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a great way to, you know, start a meetup. But I wasn't going to do it by myself. Um, there are other people there that uh, like the outdoors. And I thought that was a, a great way to start. And then that was in May of 2018. Uh, the first hike was uh, to in, to Catterskill Falls and the Catskills, which is Lenape land, uh, the ancestral land land of the Lenape. And that's how it all started. And I felt very confident that time that I led the hike, basically. And I was like, you know what, I can do this at least once every month. And I can try to get more people out on the trail. And the hikes, the meetups that I host are not just for all uh, Latinx. They're for anyone that wants to join. And I try to make that clear every time I post for the meetups. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how it became a thing. And then I felt confident about doing it every month. So you, you know, first started on Instagram and you're kind of curating, you know, all of these other Latinx who are hiking and, and, you know, creating that environment. And then you move it into, like you said, the um, the physical world and, and do the meetups, what were you finding when you started the meetups of, you know, who was attending and what were some of their, I guess, you know, was it, you know, some women and men who had maybe never gone hiking before? Were they, um, was this their first introduction to the outdoors? Yes, there there have been a f quite a few people that have said, you know, this is uh, the first time that I've hiking um, and that was very interesting for me uh, we also had once um, a person that was in the military and they told me you know I've never done hikes for fun that I've always <laughs> hiked but I've hiked uh, you know when I was stationed somewhere outside of the United States and we had to do it as part of my job but this is the first time that I'm you know doing a a hike as a civilian, they said. And I thought that was so interesting um, that they considered that like their first fun hike, if, if I could, if we could call it that way. Um, so that was one person that I remember. And uh, one of the people I feel like is my mom. <laughs> uh, she's taught me, you know, a lot of things, obviously, as my mom, um, but um, that she was never a hiker. 
so I introduced her kind of to the outdoors. And every time we go on a hike, she learns a little bit more um, about trail etiquette, for example. And she always tells me that those were things that, you know, when I tell her you can't leave the trail because of X reason, you know, because you could get lost, also because you, you know, there are animals that are, you know, there's a trail specifically uh, because you don't want to disrupt the environment outside of the trail. And so it was very interesting for her to be like, oh, you know, there are rules and there are trails and maps and you can get lost and this and that. And for her, she would have never hiked, let's say if it wasn't for me telling her, hey, come on, let's let's go hike. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's a great uh, thing to do from a mother-daughter perspective. I know when I was growing up, um, you know, my mom, was Latina, but, you know, there was no, you know, going back to um, kind of exposure to the outdoors, there was no exposure, like the get togethers that we had, it was more based around, you know, family and food, and not so much on kind of camping or hiking or, you know, doing those types of things. So is that the kind of, um, is that what you've seen as well? Uh, well, I think that's probably my case personally. I definitely don't want to speak for other uh, mm -hmm. Latinx or Latina women because I do think that sometimes there's this kind of a, an idea that Latinx, they've never gone out on the trail. Um, but I think that, and I have met people that have, you know, always uh, been outdoors. But me personally, no, it wasn't something uh, that my parents did. I, I think it has to do with the fact that when my parents came to the United States in 1995, um, they didn't really have, um, well, they just had graduated from high school. And they found jobs that were really tied to physical labor. And for them, on the weekends was a time to rest, mm -hmm. not a time to mm -hmm. count miles out on the trail. Um, because when I was younger, they did um, they sent me to tennis classes and they sent me to soccer classes and swimming classes. But there were things that were kind of like you could do also yeah. indoors or that they were group things. Um, well, you can do group things, you know, as, as hikers. But it was more like, you know, teams and different types. And I and I never really stuck with those things. I don't know why. I just I never like fell in love with them. Not like I've fallen in love with hiking. And um, but but it's really interesting um, to think about that and to think about, you know, why I started hiking in my 20s and not when I was younger. But for me, it has to do a lot with that, with, you know, immigration, um, my family coming to the United States. Um, but it's also, like I said, uh, pertains to my specific situation. Mm -hmm. But I do know that a lot of Latinos um, do different things in the outdoors. So you were also mentioning how you felt like just Latinas being represented by outdoor companies and catalogs and um, just, you know, that exposure of, hey, you look like me or, you know, you kind of represent me and you're also outdoors. You know, you said you realized that. Do you feel like that is changing at all or or what do you think is happening in that space um i think that we can't wait for others to give us a seat at the table i kind of feel like we have to go out there get the wood and create our own table you know 
And I just feel like if I had, when I had the idea, if I was like, you know what, somebody else is going to come and do this or somebody else is going to show people that look like me on Instagram and social media in general or in ads, you know, I could have like thought that and maybe nothing would have happened. And then it's like, I, I just didn't do anything. So I didn't want to just not do anything. I was like, Oh, look, I have this idea. Um, And like I said, I didn't think that it would become a monthly meetup around the tri-state area. Um, But I I did want to do something kind of to be like, Hey, you know, you, we constantly see people that are white on ads and that's, also not reflective of the, of the reality because we are out there. Um, but I think that it's it's really important for us to create our own tables. We can't just wait for other people to do it. So you said you're doing a monthly meetup in, in the tri-state area. So have you thought about expanding and doing some like in other regions where other Latinas are leading hikes and kind of spreading across Um, the U.S. and beyond? Definitely. Um, I definitely, definitely want to do that. Um, I actually next month uh, in June of 2019, it's going to be our first hike in New Jersey. And a lot of people (laughs) requested a hike in New Jersey. So I'm super excited uh, to be able to do that. And I do get a ton of requests from different areas, from Colorado to California. And I keep on saying, yes, it, it'll, it'll happen eventually. Um, but it is a process. And I do want to expand throughout the United States. But for now, I do keep telling people it's, it's a tri-state area thing just because of my personal circumstance. But I do want it to become bigger. And I think it has in such... A short amount of time like a year you know and let's say 14 15 months that's been around oh that's awesome um so tell me a little bit about the hikes you choose uh, do you you know to be inclusive are you are you doing you know depending on the month are you doing different lengths um different difficulty or, or what what do you try to do when you pick the location to hike I, I, actually, what you just said right now is precisely what I have what I have in mind every time I plan them. Um, the longest hike that we've had has been around uh, six miles, and that was a fall hike in order to take in the view of the fall foliage and all of that. And that was back, I believe, in October. Um, that was the longest one. Uh, but I do try to think about. There are sometimes, for example, people that like to bring their dogs. So I, I notice that I have to mention whether or not you can bring your pets. There's also um, people that are in one state and they, it's hard for them to go to another state. So that's why there are a lot of requests for a specific place. Um, sometimes it has to do kind of with the view. <laughs> a lot of people want to go out and hike Um, And they want to make sure that they get to a really cool view, for example. So I always try to think about that. Um, I have done different things also um, in the past. For example, in January of this year, I collaborated uh, with Nicole, who is um, the head of Nutmeg Yoga CT. And she actually does yoga hikes. 
and we did a yoga hike. Yeah, it was amazing. We did a yoga hike um, in Connecticut and we started off by stretching, um, like yoga stretching. And then we did a hike about two miles and then we ended up with a yoga session. So that was something different. So there, um, so people can see the type of hike that it's gonna be and they can decide whether or not they wanna go that month. And I do always try to explain whether um, it's, I mean, easy, difficult, they're very, they depend, right, on, on every person, mm -hmm. but I try to describe the altitude or how long it is as much as I can so people can understand maybe how tough it'll be for them. So when you are doing the hikes monthly, about how many people um, generally show up? It actually changes every month. And I wish that I could say, oh yeah, it's always you know around 10 people, but it changes. Uh, there are some months that we've had about nine, eight people. The next month we have 15. Uh, one month I had 34 people, um, oh, which wow. I, that, was, that was a big group. Um, and the previous month we had about 25 people, um, but that was actually not that bad because uh, I led that hike with um, uh, Athena and Tony from Hudson Valley Queer Outdoors. And uh, it was a very, all the hikes that I do, you know, I try to say that everyone is welcome, uh, you know, but that one was a focus on the LGBTQ plus community. And Athena and Tony, they do monthly hikes in Hudson Valley called Hudson Valley Queer Outdoors. And they invite um, everyone to go, you know, alleys as well. And we did that uh, last, this month in May. And that's, I, I kind of try to have either a theme or a different type of location, a different state every month that I try to, to host these hikes. So you also are, I mean, it sounds like you just said, you know, with the yoga and the, um, the Hudson Valley hike that you are collaborating with other groups and trying to kind of coordinate and bring exposure to to different you know causes, different you know opportunities. How has that um, been for you? I think I've made a lot of friends <laughs> um, that way. Um, I think that most of those. Let me go back a little bit. How that has happened mostly is through the internet, through Instagram. I've connected with a lot of people um, online first, and then we meet up, go on hikes together, and then we realize that we want to do kind of a group thing or host something. And I know that the internet and Instagram can be toxic and stressful, but it, it also can be a great place. And I feel like a lot of these hikes that have come together with, um, with, with different organizations and with different collaborators have been through the internet. And I consider them my friends and it's, it's been great. And that way, let's say that I have a hike planned in the beginning of June and then somebody else has it towards the end of June. You know? And that way we always share our different hikes and People all over the area can go to one or go to the other. And it's just a way of us uh, cooperating and kind of collaborating over competition, you know? 
Yeah, so has the hikes also brought in um, kind of post-hiking friendships or, you know, kind of being able to do your hike, then, you know, I'll go maybe have some food together. Um, what's, what's that? Um, yes, um, that has yeah. happened. A lot of people, uh, I feel like not just with me, but like between themselves, um, they've, they've connected. And I feel like that's a great way to meet, you know, people. Because sometimes I feel like, I'm about to be 30 and I think that at this age, it's a little bit hard to make friends um, unless you put yourself out there. And I think that going to hiking meetups is, if hiking is something that you like to do and you meet other people, it's a, definitely a way to make friends and to connect and have hiking buddies. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, it's bringing people together. And I, I do a lot of solo hiking. I haven't really ventured into the meetup space. I think I joined mm -hmm. a couple of groups early on, but um, I definitely want to explore that more. Is there something that has like kind of made you not go to the the meetups? Is there something in particular? I think mostly on my end, it's just time. Um, I'm a spur of the moment hiker in a lot of ways where it's like, oh yeah, I can do that today. Or, you know, I'll be in this state and um, I know I wanna go see this, you know, hike or whatever. So I think a lot of that is just related to me, maybe just not planning ahead of time um, for my hiking. So. Oh no, definitely. And I, and I do feel like, and there's also people that have weird work schedules, you know. So, for example, I would consider myself, how they say, like a weekend warrior type of hiker because I do work from Monday to Friday. Um, but then there are some people that have a, a weird schedule and can only hike uh, during the weekdays. And then there's also, I think, so many other aspects. You know, sometimes people just like to be alone in the woods uh, without anybody else or they think about the speed of other hikers. And that's also a little bit daunting, I feel, for some people that have reached out. Um, and are afraid to join group hikes. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so you definitely have the social aspect um, to your hiking meetups. And I guess what else have you personally, what do you take away from your time out on the trail? Um, in general, like with, with the group hikes or like both? <laughs> oh, both, both for sure. Oh, like both. the groups and then like when you're out on your own. Um, I feel, I, I definitely feel like when I do the group hikes, I'm much more focused and oriented and making sure that everybody's safe. It's kind of my priority. Um, so I wouldn't say that I feel on edge, but I'm always very alert. Um, and that kind of like making sure everybody's safe, nobody's, you know, getting off the trail. Um, but it's amazing to meet different people every time I go out hiking and then they can tell me what their background is in hiking or we don't even talk about hiking we, we talk about different topics um, we talk about movies or we talk about what they what their plans are for the following week or anything in their life that they want to share about and it's just great connecting to other people um, because I'm a cancer I was born in June um, and I do feel like it's hard for me to get out of my shell sometimes. Um, that's why I like both 
hiking solo and group hiking. I like to hike solo kind of to focus on my thoughts and to just breathe and enjoy the silence. But at the same time, there, there are days, and that's obviously why I do the monthly hikes, where it's great for me to get out of my shell and connect with other people, and I love doing that as well. So as you look at further things that you're going to do with the group and your meetups, have you um, considered doing any weekend or backpacking trips? Is that something yes. you might venture out to do? Yes, um, that's something that I definitely want to venture out to do, but I definitely need to know to go backpacking by myself first. And I'm actually going to do that for the first time this summer. Um, oh, so wow. I, yes, so I've done a lot of day hikes and I have done obviously car camping, but I've never gone backpacking. Um, so I am very, very looking forward to going backpacking this summer. It's going to be my first time. So obviously, before I take anybody out backpacking, I definitely want to get a hang of it first. Where are you planning on going? Um, I, I'm actually planning on doing um, a section of the Appalachian Trail uh, in okay. Connecticut, which is a, the oh, state wow. that I live in. So I feel like it's a I'm not too out of, you know, my state that I'm like worried about if anything were to happen. Um, but also, um, I'll be doing a section of the Appalachian Trail. So it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I can't wait. I feel like I have mostly all the gear. Um, I've gone to a lot of classes that um, REI has because I live five minutes from an REI, which is also a blessing and a curse. <laughs> so I take advantage of all of their classes. And so I, I feel like I'm as ready as I can ever be, um, even though you really, you know, can never be 100% ready for the outdoors. So that's something that I'm doing this summer. Yes. Well, that sounds really exciting. And the Appalachian Trail, of course, is um, well traversed. It's a social trail. So I'm sure you'll be running into um, a lot of other hikers that are either day hiking it, section hiking it, or, you know, some through hikers too. Yes, I actually did a section of it um, in New Jersey this past month, and I, I did meet one of the um, through hikers, and uh, the person told me that they were the seventh hiker that they started in January, and that was crazy oh. to me. <laughs> and I, I kind of grilled the person for, for a while <laughs> on the trail just to be like, oh, tell me as much as you can, and it was it was really uh, fun. I was like, maybe one day I'll be you. <laughs> Probably not starting yeah. in January, though. <laughs> I mean, you're going to start doing a section, you might just get the bug and be wanting to take five months to do the entire trail. One day. One day, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what else is coming up for Latina to hike? Uh, well, right now, um, it's I was just thinking about this, and I've done a, a monthly hike uh, every month this, this year so far. So it's uh, five months done, and the sixth month that is coming up in um, June that we're doing that hike in New Jersey, which is the first time we'll be in New Jersey. And I kind of don't want to stop the streak, so I want to keep on doing it and do all the entire year without stopping, <laughs> which is which is a little bit difficult just because 
you know, you have to plan everything out. You do have to research. It's, it's not just the trail, but it's the parking. Um, you don't want to go to a place that doesn't have enough uh, parking for the cars. You have to find out the altitude. You have to keep a log of who's going to come, who cancels if people need carpooling. And so I think that sometimes people don't realize what goes into it. And so I do want to do it every single month and uh, in the tri-state area. And next year, uh, I'm currently doing my master's. So that's why I haven't been able to venture out as much as I want to. Uh, but I'll be done with my master's uh, early next year. So I'm hoping that, you know, 2020 will be the, the year that Latinas who, hike, who hikes expands a lot more. Okay, so um, so what other things do you have upcoming um, related to Latinas who hike? Um, in June and July, um, I'll actually be part of the Connecticut Women's Speaker Series by REI. I think it's the second year that they've um, been doing this. Um, it'll be my first time speaking um, at REI. And they invite different women from Connecticut to talk about their experiences. Um, there are some people that are part of groups and that they host monthly hikes, or it's just about their personal experience with the outdoors and how the outdoors has helped them in different ways. Um, so I applied a few months ago um, and I got accepted and I'll be speaking about Latinas who hike um, in Milford, Connecticut on June 10th. And in July, um, I'm not sure which date yet, uh, but in Norwalk, Connecticut. So I'm very excited about that. And like I mentioned, okay. or... that's pretty amazing. I mean, <laughs> thank you. It's awesome that you're going to be able to speak and get the word out and to share your story um, and really everyone's story, you know, of Latinas who hike. So that's oh, thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm excited to share it, but I'm also very excited to re to hear um, everybody else's story because I think it's important to, to listen, right? So if the listeners out there, if they're interested in either maybe working with you on collaboration or, um, you know, looking towards next year and, and starting, you know, a Latina to hike, you know, in another part of, of the country, like, how should I get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me through Latinas Who Hike on Instagram, and there's also the email Latinas Who Hike at gmail.com. So everything's Latinas Who Hike. <laughs> and that's basically how anyone can get um, in contact with me or anyone that has ideas about uh, different places to hike. Um, we've had had uh, people that reach out to us and they want to hike in a certain place or they want to lead the hike and tell us a little bit about the, uh, the, the flora and fauna of that particular place. And, uh, and I am definitely open to collaborations and uh, to collaborations that are inclusive um, and that include everyone. And like I said, that have a seat at the table for everyone. That's very important. Well, I will put links in the show notes so people can go out and collaborate and join your Facebook group and find you on Instagram and, of course, email you. Um, I appreciate the time um, you spent today with me and kind of sharing more about Latina Zoo Hike and why you started it and your own personal, you know, hiking journey. So thank you so much. And I 
definitely wish you um, good luck on the rest of the year and all the hikes you're going to line up. And hopefully I can make it to the tri-state area and, and join one of your hikes someday. Laurie, thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. And please, yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And maybe it'll be the first time that you go on a group hike and it'll be with Latinas Who Hike. So that would be great for us. Thanks again for listening to the show today. And remember to look at the show notes to connect with Victoria and learn more about Latinas Who Hike. If you want to support the show, please also check out the show notes. There's ways to connect with me and also ways to get bonus episodes and different ways to support uh, the hike podcast. A special shout out to Isabella for supporting the show. And I hope that I will see you on the trail.